Welcome, 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 welcome to HR After Hours with Hope. I am your host, Hope Malvo. What's going on, people? As you know, Teron Petey Malvo, whichever you want to call me. Whichever you want to <laughs> call me. Just call him something. Just call him. <laughs> Okay, I am so super excited today. So we're doing things just a little differently. Normally, we do our entrepreneurial spotlight at the toward the end of the show. But today, we have another co-host in the building. She's also our entrepreneur. Her name is Renaya April. I call her April, y'all. It was so hard just calling her <laughs> Renaya right now. So I'll let her introduce herself. Welcome. Welcome to the show. So happy to be here. So That's tell awesome. the people about you. All right. So, uh, yeah. So my birth name is April Renaya Kalik. I go by Renaya Kalik. Um, and I am CEO of ATC International. We are a branding and design firm. And we help businesses get started and help them look good and be ready for the world. So that's awesome. pretty much well, it. Well, welcome. Thank welcome you. to the Thank show. You. Welcome to the show. Guys, as always, I need you to share this video. Share, share, share. Please, um, please we want to get this information out to people. So. The name of the show today is No Training Equals No Gaining. Mm. That just simply means if you're not training, developing yourself, your employees, if you're an employer, you're not yeah. going to gain. Absolutely. You know, capital, I mean, whew, it's so much. So we're going to let our sports analyst, it is so funny calling him that. <laughs> now, y'all know that's my husband. He has yet to say, call me sports analyst at home. Right, right. But I'm just like. That, you know, that third party is, is coming. Oh, uh, Lord. Sports analyst walking around Oh, here Lord. He has an official title and don't know what to do. Take it away. Take it away. Yeah. Well, this is a good topic um, because it leads into what I'm going to talk about today. Uh, you know, NFL football season is getting ready to come up. Training campus. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just and some of you all may know that Deontay Foreman was let go earlier this week because of lack of conditioning and a training. Uh, wasn't showing up on time, things like that. Okay, wait, I got, I got something to ask. Yeah, yeah. Was, wasn't Deontay Foreman the guy, like when he first started, does he have a twin? He has a twin. Did he? To UT get Texas. in trouble for smoking um, marijuana, or his brother got caught when he first got drafted to the Texas. Don't quote me on Comment that. Comment below, sure. guys. Yeah, somebody help me out on that one. Was Dante? For, I really believe that's him. I uh -huh. think he was the guy. He has a twin, so he already had conditioning <laughs> problems before he was <laughs> recruited. Right he wasn't right from the beginning, <laughs> so I'm not surprised. Go ahead. Right. Go ahead. But as you all may know, that if you really know me, I'm a diehard Texan Longhorn fan. You are. Um, at my house, it's either going to be a burnt orange or a white flag hanging from the house. I'm watching the game every week. Yeah. Babe, what we got going on today? I, you know, I got a game to watch tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Petey, whatever, you know. But that being said, you know, I really wanted to see Foreman show out show and do out, good yeah, yeah. for the Texans. He's homegrown down there from Texas City, him and his twin. Uh, but um, the next day he got picked up by the Colts. So he has a chance to get a, a to get fresh it. start, okay. start all over, and sometimes that's a good thing. So he, so he was released because he wasn't training. But I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong. I, I don't know sports guys. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. when they're training, don't they have like set times and hours and um, you know days to actually go out and well, train? Yeah, at the uh, team facility, yes. 
But okay. athletes really don't have no time off. Okay. Off season is when they actually are working on their craft. Got it. You Got know? it. And come training camp, that's when they're able to perform what they've been working on all season and off season. All right. And then preseason, they able to go and take it into a game, see how it works, and then hopefully it carry over into the regular season. Okay, so for the Texans fans, how do y'all feel about it? He's obviously devastated because <laughs> Yeah, I am. I both am. of his little team struggling. <laughs> do y'all feel like it's is not a big loss or do right. y'all feel like it's a major loss that, that that we've lost yeah lost him? I'm still I, I okay, y'all for real I, I have promise, high hopes for the man. I will not bring this up again. Yeah. But y'all I am still struggling about Chris Paul. <laughs> Why is that funny? Like, cause I'm not I'm not excited at all. I know it, it, you're gonna be happy. You're gonna be happy with Russell Westbrook. You may not be. Mm-hmm. You may not have a crush on Russell, but you're gonna be happy <laughs> with his performance. I was crushing real hard. It's true. Okay, go ahead. Okay, I, so. I have like zero input in all of this. I do not do sports at all. Me either. Oh my god. Yeah, but, but you relate that into. How the office you have to condition your employees, That's, and the, the no, employee is the it's head true. coach or the general manager. That's, That's right. So if, if they're not training the employees and the employees are not working on their craft, then your business is going to suffer. Every day of the week and yeah. twice on Sunday. Yeah. Absolutely. Facts. All facts. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> we see it all the time. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, so just uh, just a follow up. Now uh, since they released Foreman. They picked up Duke Johnson uh, from Cleveland. They traded him okay. uh, for a fourth-round draft pick. So you know how you feel about the whole trade and, you know. You know. See, see, this, this this is not okay, but okay, this is, how, this is how it goes down. I mean, okay, how do you know that this guy is any better? Well, just from his stats last year, okay. had he been on the Texans roster, he would have been second in receptions on the Texans roster. But wait, so, is that fair to say? Because let's, let's relate it to the company. Yeah, right, April, let's right. talk about the yeah. company. Okay. So we have someone who works for, a, I call them big, big box companies, who has all kinds of resources to a lot of stuff, trainings, and, okay. and has the best employers and all that good stuff. If you're looking at someone who's coming from, let's say, that organization, yeah. and then you have someone else who's coming from a different organization that may not have the same type of, you know, resources, it's not to say that this person that came from the the company with all the resources is going to do so much better. They just probably look better over there uh-huh. because of the system. exposure the, and exposure. All, whatever yeah. it is that they exactly. have. Exactly. So right. I think that them. if that is, seriously, if that's how they're doing it, right. that's faulty. Okay. That is faulty because if they're weighing it based on stats and, oh, if I place these stats now on the Texans roster, you talking environment, situation, you yes. talking, it's a whole, like, he probably I don't do even. Agree. I do agree. I do agree. Where he at? Where did he come from? He came from Cleveland. It's cold. It's Can cold. Can he play in the heat? He better because it's going to be hot down here. <laughs> I mean, do <laughs> He better know how to play in the heat. <laughs> okay, Texans fan, who is it? Duke who? Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson. Yeah. Do y'all believe Duke Johnson is going to do a better job than Dante, who was born and raised in Texas all of made. Texas Texas heat. made, baby. Texas made. Because that might change the game. It I'm might. Seriously. It's not like you're looking for this one to fail. <laughs> I, don't want it to, <laughs> I don't want it to fail. I'm just pointing out the fact that you can't just look at those stats right, and though. just place them right. on, you know. Now, I, I do agree with that, you know, like. Uh, systems 
are very important. You know, Absolutely. Uh, one may excel in a certain environment than another. You, you take that same person that was performing at a high rate and you put him in a different envi- environment, environment, different system, and he's like, or she's like, what's going on around here? Because one, th- one, another thing I want to point out, like I've seen a lot of employees do very well with a structured system yeah like a very structured system this right. is what you do this is how you go in and they excel and some people that's how they work they work according to that other people <coughs> they can excel in any type of environment Correct. right Absolutely. and they're just top performers uh, a Absolutely. right Absolutely. but that same employee that was a top employee they they don't do so well when they don't have all those systems in place yeah. right. so B- brian said do Duke John, he laughed. He laughed. <laughs> he laughed. Uh-huh. He laughed. So I'm thinking he's thinking. No way. That's probably a no. Yeah. yeah. And you know what? Actually, in regards to what you were talking about with just systems, and I mean, I'm kind of in a situation now where I get to see just how different. Like traditionally, you're brought up in certain systems that are very structured. Yep. And today, you know, today generations, they operate so differently. Mm-hmm. And having as a manager, as a leader, you're having to be able to acknowledge that, um, not be intimidated Correct. by it, not mm-hmm. be uh, scared yeah. of it because they move so much faster. They right. move so much. Oh, yeah. And faster. they don't have. Um, there's, it's not always, it doesn't always appear to be systematic. In mm-hmm. Right. It's just, but just it gets, doing it. it can get the same results. Yeah. You so know? you can't argue so. with it. You can't argue, argue with it. So what are you saying? Yeah. yeah. We'll see. <laughs> right, right. We'll see right. how he performs. And, and finally, um, the Texans are, was up in Green Bay uh, doing inter-squad uh, practice. And one of my favorite traditions in all of the NFL is <clears throat> the kids show up early in the morning. They bring their bikes to practice. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's an honor for them to let the players ride their bikes to the oh, practice cool. field. Okay. And uh, just a, a little quick story. JJ, big old self, got on one of JJ, what? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> broke the kid's bike. He didn't break the bike. <laughs> he broke the bike. <laughs> he didn't break the bike. No, he didn't. Yes, he did. He bought the kid another bike. Of course he did. But Probably bikes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you know, he got to put a little spin on it. You I know you know JJ. how JJ do. I love JJ. Awesome. I do know that one. That's right. Southern <laughs> hospitality. So that being said, guys, how is how important is it that y'all feel that you should have your employees uh, trained up to what y'all are doing in the office space? Very, very. <laughs> I mean, to me, it's imperative. Like, development, training, if it's not happening in your organization, your organization is not thriving. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we often talk about holes in the system. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of times I, I run across companies that go full throttle. Yeah. And they're like the front end is just robust and they're um, and they're just moving and there's a lot of activity. But the back end, the bottom Suffers. part is suffering mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. there's there's no uh, there's no structure yeah. there. Right. right. So you know, a lot of times they just here. Do yeah. the work. Yeah. Push and these numbers out. Get it out of here. We got a job to do. Right. So the maintenance mode is, 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 is not right. it's lacking. It's exactly. lacking sometimes. There are some, I mean, some companies that do it very, very well. And I always like to say that because sometimes it can seem like, oh, my God, no one's doing it right. No, right, plenty, right, right. plenty of companies are doing it Absolutely. perfectly. Um, but there are a lot that have a lot of deficiencies. And what, what I've seen is that when something is broke, we say don't fix it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. If it so it ain't broke, don't fix it. Right. Absolutely. Well, that is to me in translation is status quo. Correct. You're Absolutely. telling You're not me that we'll just Absolutely. keep everything the way it's been. Right. Absolutely. Yes. Right. So when someone comes in, someone young, like you were talking about, new, they're not really focused on the systems as much. They're like, oh wait, here, 
I am an example of that. I had an employee who, um, man, she was fast on Excel. She was really, really, really fast. And I was not as fast. And yeah. she was like, all you have to do is this, this, and this. And he was like, wait, can you run that and by me And I was like, again? okay, so when you do it, that's how you do it. Right, right, right. But when when I, I do it, this is how I do it. But I had to check myself, like, wait, if there's a more efficient way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Yeah. Why cross train. Do not be afraid to cross train. Why am I doing it? Okay, I want to pull Patty in. She said if a person is, oh, I can't see it no more. Um, she's saying that if a person. Cross training is key in. Uh, to do a job. I can't see it. It's at the bottom. Well, if a person is trained to do a job, it will not affect their performance because of the mentality of an individual that wants to excel. Yeah, I mean, I think I just think training is so essential. And I think that as companies, employers have to begin to re, you know, reevaluate how things are being done. Yeah. Is it actually being done more efficiently? If there's right. somebody outperforming you, a company like your competitor, if they're outperforming you, Absolutely. why? Absolutely. Why are they? Is it that there's, you know, a system that's in place? Um, maybe you don't need to let anyone go, but maybe mm -hmm. some people should be placed in different positions in order to make it, right. you know, a more effective um, right. transition. So I, I just think to me, without training, you cannot, you cannot build, you cannot grow. Right. And companies spend a lot of time being like, this is just how we've always done yeah. it. And there's there's a, an approach that I always um, refer to. And it's very much, it's actually very common in the corporate world, agile. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it's just cyclical. It's about understanding that your business is always going to change. There's an yes. evolution in your business. Exactly. And so if you are stuck in how things have been yes. and how things should be, mm -hmm. then you will not grow, especially right. today, because yeah. things are going so fast. Right. So I always break it down into um, discover, deconstruct, and rebuild. I love And it. you do that over and over. Discover, discover deconstruct, deconstruct, and rebuild. And re do you guys hear that, employers? That's discover, it. Discover, reconstruct, and rebuild. Because you don't have the same people that are in the organizations forever. So people are cycling out. You Absolutely. need to do the same thing to your systems. Okay, That's guys, right. we're going to take a quick commercial break. We'll be right back. The human importance can be a fragmented existence. Don't take notice, and you'll miss it all together. Don't miss it. Introducing your greatest resource. The human resource. Vo Professional Services is putting the human back in human resource. So come along, get back to him. Welcome back, welcome back. So the person that created that commercial that you guys just saw, Avo Professional Services, and by the way, that is me. 
Okay, <laughs> in that in, in that commercial, it's it's me. Yeah, it's me. I know I look a little di- That's not different. That's I was um a little chubbier. I I mean I was just a little chubbier, but that is actually me. But April is the brand strategist extraordinaire. Extraordinaire. That's a very controversial uh, commercial. By Who's the come up? Oh my God! Who came <laughs> up with the concept of this? And, and oh my God, it was so good! It was so good that it, that commercial was done. I'm thinking maybe two years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, About that, yeah. yeah, two years ago. I didn't quite start my business until well this year. Yeah, and um, you know we're just preparing. You always prepare and, and all that good stuff. And so folks thought I had actually started my company. Yeah, because I had started trying to market and promote. And she did such a good job. I tell her she's she caused so much confusion. She forced me <laughs> to be an entrepreneur like true, now. Because I got in a lot of trouble, kind of. It was really weird. I'll tell y'all that story later. One, anyway, one of these days, one you'll of hear. One these days, trust me. <laughs> trust me. Okay, Thank you guys you. comment. Let us know what you guys are thinking. How How is your training going? I mean, do you have a structured training system at your job? Um, we want to know. We want to know about it. I do want to know the companies. I'll shout out the companies that are doing an amazing job. I try not to do that because they're not paying me <laughs> but if you want to pay me if you want to pay me you're more than welcome you're more than welcome you can yeah. send an inquiry to hr after hours one <laughs> at gmail.com you're okay. first so again no training no gaining let's talk about some reasons why it's important for employers to train. And when we come up with these topics, we come up with them because we, we believe in them. Um, coming from the HR background, I, um, I just saw a lot of deficiencies in a lot of areas. Training probably has to be the number one deficiency. I mean, when we talked about HR culture, I mean, company culture, mm-hmm. when we talked about bad boss, mm-hmm. all of that is related to training. Yes. If people, <coughs> managers are properly trained, a lot of things that, you know, employees are facing and even managers, mm-hmm. if you're not properly trained, you yeah. you're struggling too. Like Correct. you're stressed down. out too. Correct. Definitely top down. You know, yeah. you're not having a, a good time at your job either. So <laughs> um, True. you know, because you're constantly having a battle with people right. because you're probably not delivering right. So let's go through some things that um I, I pulled this article. If you guys have tuned in, you know that See, I pulled article. I always article. got an article. I always have an article <laughs> about an article about the article. Um, and it's by Victor Lipman um, from Forbes. So one of the points he made was an employee's relationship with his or her direct manager is the most important single factor of employment engagement. So let's think about that. Okay. If that is the most important interaction that an employee will have and it ties to engagement, which ultimately ties to a company's bottom line Absolutely. because it's productivity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Why don't companies spend more time training the one person that has direct you know, um, correlation with their money. Right, right. With their money. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, and if we ran a poll, we know that people see it as a value. Yes. As a value add. Yes. So why do they treat it like a marketing budget? (laughs) Any questions? Because marketing (laughs) is generally (laughs) the first thing that goes. Right. When they're trying to cut costs, he out they of get there. rid of the marketing right. guy. Right, and, right. and that's your branding person, you know, like. I mean, that, yeah, that, that's, that's that's your me. face. Yes. <laughs> like, she, she like, how do you feel about that? <laughs> right. Look, how do you feel about that? Oh, it's, yeah, that's a hard sell. It's, 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 it's always been that way because it's so intangible. Mm-hmm. It's such an invaluable intangible. Yeah. Um, and folks just cannot make the connection between 
how they're treating people, what their how their company's being represented, exactly. and their success. Exactly. Um, and there's just some I don't I don't have a real answer. You for don't you have a real answer for there it. There is yeah. a gap there. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. Um, I think it's just honestly, I believe right now we're dealing with that. Tra- it's always this traditional versus this new mindset, yes, right? Yes. I think folks today are getting it. Mm-hmm. I think the younger mm-hmm. generations, these newer generations, are understanding the importance right. of the value of branding, the value mm-hmm. of an engagement, human interaction. Mm-hmm. Whereas at first, everything was based on systems alone. Correct. So it's just a marriage. Well, maybe it's, it's the internet, though. Maybe it's the birth of the internet. It's the birth of social media. It's the birth of exposure. Millennials. Yeah. Well, just just the fact that things are more, more exposed. Like yes. you didn't have a commercial thinking thinking about if I'm thinking about it from a from a absolutely. business standpoint absolutely I don't have the money for a commercial uh-huh. um because it's th- it, you know it was thousands it's still thousands thousands of dollars trust me I've right. tried to. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's thousands thousands of dollars but YouTube is free right. you know um right. social media is is free in, cer- in certain respects and even when it's not free it's very minimal to to promote you know mm-hmm. a business on social media so I, I think you're right when it comes to the timing yeah. of things I think a branding and a marketing person today is much more seen as much more of a value than before especially with these social media people these people can get you results like yes Yes. none other i need and if y'all know a good social media person i really (laughs) need somebody girl i need to get traction on this video share share guys share the video share the video share the video i mean what do i have to do okay right okay right i digress i was about to have a whole moment on y'all okay So engaged employees are happier and more productive. We've we've already, you know, we've already discussed that. Disengaged employees are frustrated and disengaged. Um, I think for a company, to me, that should be the number one thing that you are focusing on, Um, especially entrepreneurs and these folks with small businesses to medium-sized businesses. Mm -hmm. I've talked before about this being an employee's market, and employees are just kind of able to jump from job to job (laughs) fairly easily. Um, So I think your trick is to keep them engaged. In order to do that, you're going to have to put some training in place and you're going to have to build a culture yeah. that fosters that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I like to I like to parallel this to being a, a parent. So mm-hmm. as a mom, mm-hmm. I have three children. Mm-hmm. And one thing I had to learn quickly, I tried to group all my children in one and treat them all the same. Yeah. I tried to apply all of the Got same it. thing. Yeah. You know, even though I knew better, it was just easier for me. Gotcha. So truth be told, it's gotten a lot harder for managers and leaders today because you really got to pay attention to the to individual employees. That's right. And that's what's making it so much more difficult and because all of them have different ways to ways contribute to get motivated absolutely get motivated yeah. um and so in terms of you know just keeping uh again thinking about that bottom line right. you have to focus on speaking not only to your employee or training your employees as a whole yeah. mm-hmm. but you know looking at what those individuals need and right. and the generations i mean you're dealing with at least four of them in, in yeah. the workforce yeah. workforce today so you're not the thing you do for a traditionalist, you're not doing it for a Generation X. Absolutely. Like we don't, we don't want that. I it's guarantee. too funny. I feel like the rebel in a lot of places that I go to. And now mm-hmm. that I'm in this place with mostly mm-hmm. millennials, mm-hmm. Now I'm like, oh my like God, you. you need to follow this. And I'm like, oh my God, this is not me. <laughs> I am not that person. But, you, yeah. but, but it's funny. I am now. Yeah. And yeah. In, my, in other environments, I'm like, these people are so slow. They're so outdated. Right, right. 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 It is well, so interesting. You know, it's interesting for Generation X. We were raised by baby boomers who were right. raised by traditional. Traditionalists mm-hmm. and traditionalists were very. This is how you we'll do, do it. Yeah, yeah. This so is how a, we, we do, do yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> and the baby boomers, 
they have a little of that in that in yeah. them, but they were also a little like we're gonna do it a little different. Y'all know the seventies. <laughs> I don't have to go into it. We know that that's when all the babies came. Right, okay. right. <laughs> Y'all were cutting up. So the baby boomers had a little bit of rebel in them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Gen X, we still had the traditionalist ways. Yeah. But right. we have a little bit of of rebel in us mm-hmm. too. So it's a combination of of both of those generations. Yeah. yeah. And millennials, we just decided to you know <laughs> give them everything, yeah. and so they're very entitled. Right. They're very entitled. <laughs> My daughter included. She's a by the way, she just passed her uh, life insurance uh, exam she did. yesterday. I'm so excited for her. So we have another. I see you, Sine Malvo. Another life Rock insurance girl. agent oh, in yeah. Texas. In Texas. We'll talk about that in a minute. Y'all know I shamelessly plug everything I do. <laughs> uh, so just is what it is. Okay, so we also have to remember as employers that our younger people are going to be our future leaders. Yes. So when we're not training them, you lose our your culture. Future. You lose yes. the culture. So yes. whatever culture you're trying to impart on your company, you want it to be years and years and years and years i mean we work with insurance companies that's like 101 years old correct wow. yeah correct wow. yeah. Yeah. i mean i'm sure they made some changes but that name i mean you think of mcdonald's and it's, i don't mm-hmm. think mcdonald's is 100 years old but the but fact they've that been around consistent. for a long time yeah. and they're consistent the brand yes. is consistent yes. you think of ronald you think of the kid and i don't even think ronald shows up anymore <laughs> i don't i think they discontinued <laughs> ronald i, I haven't seen ronald in a long time you don't the have last time to. i seen ronald was at the ronald mcdonald house he was sitting on the porch but let me he wasn't at the restaurant but you still, <laughs> even without bringing up Ronald, millennials yeah. know about Ronald right. McDonald, right? Yeah. You remember so, the uh, Hamburglar? Y'all I remember do. those characters? The whole crew. Yeah. I instantly thought of all the characters right. when yeah. I said it. Hey, yeah. McDonald's, y'all bring back the characters, man. The millennials don't know nothing about the characters. Yes, they do. They know about Ronald. But they, like, they don't know about Hamburglar. He's the most important one. <laughs> they, he's the most important one. He's the owner. He's the CEO. <laughs> Sure. Also, many in co- many companies do invest in training <laughs> and development programs, but on the top level, not mid, nor do they, um, you know, focus as much on, on the lower level. And that kind of, you know, speaks to <laughs> the manager. Or, yeah. yeah. What yeah. they say? <laughs> Millennials are ahead of their time. No Ronald or the gang. Uh, <laughs> Ashley, I know. It's actually kind of sad. <laughs> no wrong oh, way. So if we're not, as employers, if we're not investing time into our mid-staff and our lower staff, then we'll never tra- change, you know, yeah. trade the, 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 the culture of the company. Like, Absolutely. keep it going. And, and also get new innovations. If you're not training them, then they're not talking to you. That means simply you're not talking to them. Right. Because yeah. if you ask them how they think things should be done, they will tell you they have no problem. Oh, or at they, least have no, ooh, they have no. They problem. have no. Or at least you'll see it on Facebook. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. And just really quick on that note, I'm going to shamelessly plug. Um, Go ahead. I love kickboxing. So this is a place that I am um, a basically strategic partnership with, and uh, I help with um, their operations. Yes. yes. And one of the things I have to say I love about this company is that they do just that. So there wow. is no. I'm the I'm the person that's on top, and uh-huh. I tell you everything, and you peasants do as I tell yeah, you. Kind yeah, of thing. Yeah. This is a everyone is trained on a management I level, and everyone is also trained to in, in to even think of it in terms of owning their own business, I running love their own it. business, right? Because they understand the value, and the folks there are as young as 20 years old, 21, mm-hmm, 22, mm-hmm. and they are easily and quickly empowered right. to take on leadership roles, and they move quickly throughout that process, and they so, believe in themselves, and they believe in yeah. themselves. So you see them operating in such a way; mm-hmm, they move around mm-hmm. the company, and they take mm-hmm. ownership. And that's how you grow the brand. That's how you grow. That's right. how you the expand. Right. Exactly. And and you just said something that was key. 
empowerment. Mm-hmm. Empower your employees yes. to think outside incentivize. the box. Incentivize your employees. I mean, you would be so surprised. That person in a corner that you think won't talk, if you just give them an opportunity to just be free and honest about what they you know feel especially the newer person the newer person will always be able to tell you the truth yes. absolutely because they, they come in without with any biases blazing. they're yeah. like where's the training manual right. like yeah. we don't have one they're like right. what's the problem <laughs> <laughs> instead of saying hey this is just how we do things yeah say hmm Maybe we should get a training, man. You, do you mind being a part of the team that helps create it? That's right. right. You know, empower them to do it. That's okay, right. last but not least, litigation. So you have a manager that's inexperienced or just not managing properly, being a manager that's disrespectful and all those things we talked about in the last um, video. Bad boss, big problems. Check it out. YouTube, subscribe, people. Subscribe. Yes, go this, is do very, that. this is a very good episode. Very, very good. Very low views. <laughs> Very good episode. <laughs> <laughs> so, very good episode. So litigation, that's how you keep the company out of trouble. That's how you protect your business, by yes. training your properly training your managers. If your manager is doing something discriminatory, that's going to be a cost to your company. Yeah. Can you, you have to ask yourself, do I invest now or do I invest later? Because I'm either paying for lawyers or I'm investing in training. But sooner or later, you're, you're gonna, gonna pay. The you're gonna pay. Um, Sephora, Starbucks, they all had to to look at themselves and say, whoa, whoa, whoa let's let's do a management training. And it, it was around discrimination for those, but it could be anything for your company. There are certain employee laws that you have to know about. Your managers have to know about in order for you know to be effective. It right. leads me to what we have going on. So, Vote Professional Services and All Things Creative, Mm -hmm. April, Mm -hmm. we have come together and we have created a conference. So, can you put up the flyer real quick? (laughs) So, we'll we'll, kind of discuss, you know, because I felt like the HR world um, was missing that human touch. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like if we as people treat people, you know, like people, then we would get more from it um, than, you know, more from an employee, more from the organization. And you feel the same way. Absolutely. You feel the same way. So we partnered and we have a conference that is um, starting and let's, let's talk about it. Let's, let's talk about what we, you know, what we plan to do. Yeah. So, I mean, the, the umbrella that we, the auspice that we have um, created, this collaboration is called Human Co. Human and it's H-U-E as in all colors, all about diversity. So Human Mm Co. um, And the whole idea of it, it literally was about, um, we shared very common interests in our professional world. Right. um, As far as wanting to focus on human inter- interaction so whether right. it's regarding human resources or branding the end goal is to get the engagement of humans so um, this particular training workshop that we have um, the whole idea was to get leaders particularly to start off with looking at themselves as the leader in their company it's mm-hmm. just reflecting on who am I how am I projecting myself as a leader and then how in turn that even correlates with does it align with my brand exactly um and then even more so how does that align with my employees so just understanding you first as a leader and and then again how that the understanding that trickle effect so you are the front line of 
truth be told, the the company's success. The company's so, success, yeah. like a, a direct connection to it, and that human and understanding too. Like just as a as a person, um, our training is going to be more interactive. So it's not. Um, the status quo there's yeah. nothing against those those trainings that you know you're just kind of in a room and you're just standing and you're doing you know exercises those are very effective but we felt like you know just coming um, we, we can't give you everything because you, <laughs> you gotta come yeah. it's yeah. gonna yeah. be a yeah. lot it's of fun it's gonna be so 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 good and it's who am i in the organization who are the people that um I, I am you know working within the organization and then what type of laws should i be concerned with and how do that? How does that align with the company's mission and value? And I don't think we even talk about that enough. Like, you know, we're managers, we're doing this, but are you actually, you know, in line with your company's mission statement? I want to know how many people <laughs> are in line with their company mission statement. Do you I even know, know it? Now, how many of you know, you it? know it? Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not. Ashley says my last employer didn't have training manuals, and that was such a headache because they created rules as they went. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, yeah that's they, right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, they do that all the time. I know one. I know one. You know yeah. one company know that one. that's <laughs> one? Yeah. So so April and I, we 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 put this this conference together. Um, but and we're going to do it on August the 22nd. But the date has changed. So don't hold me to that. Um, we will be, you know, sending information out. You can definitely look on my page, Hope Thibodeau-Malvo on Facebook and um, that find. That has a nice ring, by the way. Mm-hmm. Oh, God, he's flirting. <laughs> oh, dear God. <laughs> we're doing business here. <laughs> well, I can't help it. Hope Thibodeau-Malvo on Facebook. Um and you can find out information about it. But, like, we're so super excited we about really it. Are. We wanted to put more time into building, you know, the buzz for it. But um, you guys have to check it out. You have to check it out. Yeah. Okay, last but not least, yes. we put up a flyer two times. And uh-huh. one more time. <laughs> <laughs> So my husband brought it up. My daughter just became a life insurance agent. We are just, you guys have no idea how passionate we are about this. Like, um, This has been amazing for us. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it has been um, probably the most rewarding thing that I've done in a long time. I mean, we do a lot of stuff for self-gain. And don't get me wrong, as a life insurance agent, you make money. It's Obviously, there's, you know, a payout for it. Correct, But there's nothing like we... um, we had a, a agent who was 22 years old mm-hmm. that um, had just gotten his um, life insurance um, license and he had gotten a policy for himself. Mm-hmm. Um, he passed away in June mm-hmm. and he was 22 years old. And though it was completely devastating and nothing replaces a family member, nothing replaces right, your loved one. Right. But just to be able to give that family, you know, a check. Correct. Um, that was way more than you know their you know income Correct. was, and more than they would have made probably. Yeah, it was life changing. It them. was life changing. Yes. He he left a legacy for his his mother and mm-hmm. his sisters, his young sisters, and when you hear stories like that, the money's it stops being exactly. as important. Right. Yeah. You know. So here I am telling people, okay, mm-hmm. okay, twenty dollars. Do you have twenty dollars so you can get final expenses? Right. Can you do Can that? Can you do that at least? It's it's come to a point where we we are just not we don't we don't think about it. We don't think we're gonna pass away, or we right. or we just not we're not conscious yeah. of it. And it's not even about that. Uh, living benefits. There are things you can do because yes. most people yes. actually 
um, become critical, critically ill. How many people know someone who has had cancer, who has, um, you know, uh, lupus, who has mm-hmm. some debilitating disease that mm-hmm. might take them even away from work for right. a little while? Right. How many yeah. of us know somebody right. like that? Maybe we don't know a lot of people that passed away, but mm-hmm. maybe we do know someone who who has that. And you can get a term policy, a very you know, right. small policy and get a rider that's, you know, living benefits and Correct. you can use those and access those and your life doesn't have to change. And if you're the breadwinner of the family, what are you going to do? What's going to happen when you're gone? What's going to happen? So I hate, that is I hate guaranteed. to be on you're the sour note, but yeah. I, I wanted you, I, we're passionate about it. So anyway, if you, if there's anyone who, who's out there who wants to, you know, join us in this crusade, we have, um, Put a petition yes. that we will protect one thousand. One thousand, baby, one thousand. We a coming. Tall order by twenty oh, by twenty nineteen. So we're just stepping out on faith on this one. And um, yeah, message me in this yes. you know podcast or get on Facebook. Hope Tipido Dash Malvo. And I just want to add one other ahead, thing to that. Go ahead. I was speaking to a gentleman um, yesterday or the day before yesterday, mm-hmm. and. He was very confident in the arrangement that he has with his job. And I told him that you didn't necessarily have to go with us, per se, but I would advise you to seek a policy outside of your job. Because what happens when you're not performing at that job and they relocate you somewhere else and relocate you somewhere else? And then they say, well, now we don't need you. What's going to happen then? Right. Or what if you have a heart attack or stroke and you can't perform the way you used to? Seek something outside of your job. Definitely seek something outside of your job. Absolutely. So just in closing, because I can't, we can't leave on that note. That was, (laughs) like I almost cried. It was a tear right there. Yeah. It just didn't come all the way down. Okay. So employers managers let's just get training you don't yeah. have to get training with us you should though because you really definitely should it's like we're gonna keep it interesting it's like gonna be so interesting <laughs> but you gotta get training that's how you're gonna protect your company and as managers that's how you're gonna get rid of the stress like let me just get properly trained because clearly i don't know how to deal with this personality yes, type yes. um yeah. so we will have our information up here soon thank you Thank you. Thank you for all the contribution on Facebook. We love you, Facebook. We love you guys. Our (laughs) feedback has been amazing, and we will see you soon. Until next time. All right.